Hey everybody, welcome to Fans Know Best, live from the Prime Lending Studios in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. My man KC, I'm Brett Lerett, talking about news and sports around Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and around the country. So, uh, first of all, we had a long Memorial Day weekend. Was, yeah, good well, time, man. Weather was good in Baton Rouge. A lot of golf. Yeah, we won't Not talk about golf. Not good golf, but a lot of golf. Yeah. What? So what's the deal, man? You play golf for like 25, 30 years and you progressively get worse. Is that how it works? It seems like it. <laughs> yeah. seems like it. It's like, my goodness, man. We have not mastered the art of golf. No, not at all. And I even felt like I was practicing a little bit and things were going to start turning around, but not so much. Well, the way I play golf, I feel like I could probably be in the Olympics because throwing the discus or the shot put because I'm throwing clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is true. That's a bad habit, by yeah. the way. So, anyway, but it's fun. We have fun anyway. There's drinking involved, so that has a lot to do. We really had fun. Uh, that was pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's, you know, it all depends how you define fun, right? Yeah. So, anyway, it's a good time. But uh, we started out the end of last week watching um, LSU play in the SEC tournament, uh, which both of us had agreed that it was it wasn't a make-or-break deal at all. No, it wasn't. Um, but it, it, it really could have messed with their limited confidence they have because they really are not hitting well pitching you know it's crazy that the relief pitching wasn't too bad this past weekend Skeens just had a bad game and that really just set kind of set the tone but they didn't hit the ball well they didn't have timely hits they were terrible with running runners in scoring position um they had a couple opportunities to, to bunt to get men over and they didn't and then when they tried to bunt it didn't make any sense so it was just a lot of crazy stuff uh, I think they needed the week off. I, I, I think they needed all this time off to uh, heal some mental wounds, not just physical wounds. Yeah. Was it Hurd that started it out, pitched against South Carolina? Yes, and he, yeah, he pitched, pitched very, well. very, very, very well. They very scored well. 10 runs. Then, of course, Skeens comes in. He, he has his worst outing of the year. Yep. Uh, but, again, to your point, you've been making most of the years, you know, we're, an off- we're supposed to be an offensive juggernaut. And if our pitchers are not producing, then we have to score a lot of runs. Yeah, and we, we scored four runs back-to-back games. Yeah, and we got we got tournament. three guys that have been hitting the cover off the ball all year, and they're in many slumps right now. And that's Dugas. Ever since Dugas got hurt in the out, you know, when he dove for that ball, he has not been the same. He is just not. They moved him down in the lineup, I and mean, they even tried to get him to bunt one game. What was his injury? He just hurt his shoulder diving for a ball. Yeah. And he just, but he, he just has not been the same. It just threw him off. And then Cruz, I mean, Cruz went two for five, hit a home run, but we know how Cruz can hit. It's not just that. He's been striking out a whole bunch. He, when he gets out, it's not hard outs. He had one hard out to the outfield, but it's a lot of choppers to, to third, a shortstop. Uh, he's not where he needs to be. I mean, Tommy Tank's been knocking a cover off the ball. And, uh, Morgan's been doing good, so they're not on sync. They're not in sync right now, and you know they got to be in sync. I mean, we got Tulane Friday. You know, Sam Houston State's a tough team. So is Oregon State. That I mean, they they did the analysis on them. The, the regional it was a top top five toughest regional. So it's not going to be a cakewalk. And you know, as much as we busted Maneri's butt about not getting out the regional, it's just going to be the same thing for Johnson. You when you're at home at LSU. You got to get out your reason. Yeah, yeah. But so so they go one and two in the SEC tournament. They get the week off. Like you know, I think 
most people would agree was probably a good thing. And now we start the regionals, which is, you know, the dog days of June start and re normally equals regionals in Baton Rouge. We get Tulane first, which, you know, down the road, you know, the Tulane-LSU rivalry is not what it well, used to be when you and I were young. No. But it's still Tulane well, versus LSU. Tulane was 19 and 40. But they won the tournament. That's right. So that's how they got in. But you know what? I'm not going to say it's like football, but it is almost like when LSU and Tulane play, you can throw the shit out the window because they want to beat us bad because we're the big brother. They think we're like the little brother. And then LSU's got pressure on them because we really haven't been playing that well. So, yeah, the last thing you want to do is drop a game to a team below 500. I think they'll probably start herd. Who's down? They'll, they'll sell. Down they'll here. they'll save skeins for the second game. Hopefully, we win the first game. Yeah. But that that makes a lot of sense to do that. If if we can't beat a 19 and 40 team, we're we're in trouble. Yeah, if you're a coach and you're not starting skeins no. uh, Friday, so and hopefully he has this stuff because the, the game he pitched, like I said, it was his worst outing. His curveball was not even close to the plate. And so they just sat on that fastball and they just ripped it. I mean, you know, so. But that's every pitcher in the country. I mean, if you just can, if all you can throw is a fastball, you're going to get hit. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, look. Randy it's, Johnson. It's it's great time of the year. I mean, the regionals are always fun. I mean, they just great time, great atmosphere. And there'll be a lot of fans there. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so. Weather's supposed to be beautiful, so hot. But, you know, yeah. that's typical. Uh, is it just me? Or is it, I feel like Oregon State's been coming here a lot. Or they always have a West Coast uh, uh, team. Yeah, they they send here. a West Coast State, they, Oregon yeah, State. Yeah, they did Cal State Fullerton. They sent here a few times. They sent USC here a couple times, or at least one time for sure. That was a great. By the way, that was a great regional. Uh, but hey, you gotta you gotta play them eventually. Yeah, now, I think we got I think we got fortunate to get matched with a Kentucky regional. Uh, you know, we almost swept Kentucky. We don't drop a fly ball in right field. Mm -hmm. We sweep them. So. Uh, Hey, now, we're ranked five nationally. Correct. Kentucky's ranked 12 or 13. Yeah, or so, I mean, if we, the Super Regional would be here. Here. Yeah. Good deal. Tell me, uh, tell the people out there what you were telling me earlier about what's going on in Lexington this weekend. Well, it's kind of crazy. You know, when you set a bid for a, a regional in baseball, you have to factor in lodging, concessions, and, you know, the, the monies that you, you're going to make or NCAA can make. Well, this weekend there's a country festival in Lexington. There are no hotel rooms. So all the teams have to stay at, in the Kentucky dorms. So that means anybody that's going to the game with these teams have to stay at least, at least an hour to two hours away to stay at a hotel, which is crazy. So they didn't do their homework on that. Yeah, I mean that's t that's not good. And, you know, it's not fair for the players to have to stay in the dorm. I mean, you know, uh, it's not that big a deal. But in the grand scheme of things, yeah, I mean your fans got to drive an hour, at least an hour, maybe two hours. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. It's just well, not, a, it's not a good look. Especially fans that are coming from way out of town and stuff. And I'll be honest with you, I don't. Off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you who's in the regional, so I don't no. know who's there. So how far they got to drive to get there or fly there, and then know you got to stay in a, ho uh, a dorm. Like, yeah. So then, the, the, the one of the problems is if you stay in a dorm, then you got to drive somewhere to get breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know, you stay in a hotel, you're going to eat breakfast at the hotel. Right. So there's just a lot of issues there, and it's just that's a football. Yeah, really is. yeah. I mean, it's got look. Think about it. It's got to be a huge advantage for Kentucky. 
Because, I mean, you're at home, you're sleeping in your own bed, you kind of, that's, that's always a big plus. But to, to boot, to your point, I mean, living in a dorm for that weekend, those kids ain't used to that, man. Not on the road. No, because like there's supposed to be an experience where you're staying, at a, you, you know, you're you're staying at a hotel, you know, you camaraderie. No, no, hey, we're going in a dorm. So all of a sudden now it's a negative attitude right there. Yeah. So feel bad for the teams. We'll, yeah. we'll look it up and find out who they are when we ever tell you who it is now. But yeah, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So um, I was scouring the, uh, the internet earlier and I was just wondering what the projections now for the Major League draft were if Cruz had dropped it all. And I looked at a couple of them, and sure enough, a couple of mock drafts has him, have him going two now. They had the high sc- some high school kid, center fielder, going ahead of him, which I thought was insane that you would pick a high school kid over Cruz. But then the part of the major league draft process that I don't understand, nor do I want to understand, is the money slot and how you can effectively draft someone who's not as good higher and then you don't have to pay them as much to save money to draft maybe someone else down the road. Well, I'm not surprised that Cruz could have dropped because, I mean, his the last month he's has not been good. He really hasn't. Now, I would say Skeens would be number one. I don't know who the high school kid – all that is potential. These guys like Cruz and like Skeens have proven it at a high level in the right. SEC, which is the best baseball conference in, in America. So we'll see what happens. I mean, there could be some validity to what you're saying, but yeah. I would say if I'm the Pittsburgh Pirates who's got the number one draft pick, I'm taking Skeens or I'm taking Cruz. Yeah, Skeens was like – he was projected top five. I think if he shaves that mustache, he can move up. Because that mustache like is mustache. killing it. Well, that's because that's that was your look in the seventies, right? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's got that little porn star look, man. It's like, eh, come on, man, do something with that. Well, it, so, like I said, I'm happy for the guys that they've earned it, uh, and he, you know, he's proven it out through his whole career. It's yeah. not like it's not like one year, right? I mean, he's yeah. done it every year. And to your point, I mean, SEC SEC baseball is what equivalent to what like a Higher double A level, probably double A. I would yeah. say double A. So I mean, you know, you, if if you're if you're dominating in double A, you are automatically going to get escalated to the triple A level. I mean, these guys, Skeens, Skeens, or Cruz can get drafted. Going, they'll go into a single A, probably right off the bat, and then just start progressively mm-hmm. going. Because I think even when Bregman was was drafted, he went single A, and then he just yeah, he went up pretty quick. Went up. Like well, I'm just hoping that this weekend. I know it's. Probably not going to happen. I, I would like to see him just go back to the original lineup. Dugas at top, you know, then Morgan, then Cruz, then Tommy Tank. And then you got Travisky, who's been, you know, last time we well, we, we couldn't remember his name, Travisky, he's been hot. Uh, so, Except for running the bases. Well, he's not supposed to run the bases. He's so. <laughs> got some brain uh, there, man. So... I would like to see that. That would, that would be that would be nice, and uh, kind of maybe just get them to maybe get the old magic back and have that line up, and it gives Gab, uh, Gavin Dugas confidence that hey, I believe in you. You're batting number one. You're not batting eighth, eighth yeah. or ninth. You know, because so, baseball is a lot of mental stuff too. And so hopefully they can, you know, they try it. Well, you you have nothing to lose against a 19 and 40 team. Yeah. So. I mean, look, we should we should ten run rule them as far as I'm concerned. 
But I can understand why the coach changed the lineup. You're trying to mix things up because they're, they're kind of struggling. He can see it. Certain guys are struggling. And you try to find that magic formula where they, you know, everybody starts hitting the ball and get in the groove. But uh, I'd like to see him go back after doing and say, hey, look, we're going back to where we started. This is what we're doing. This is where we're successful. Let's do it like this. Right. Well, we'll see, man. A lot of, lot of fun to watch. You know, we'll all be watching it this weekend. Talk about it next week and see where it, see where it takes us. I mean, either we'll be exactly where we think we ought to be, which is hosting the winner of the Kentucky Regional, or we'll be scratching our heads saying Johnson's in trouble. And, you know, we talked about earlier, you know, we gave Maneri a lot of, a lot of crap for not making it out of Regional. Johnson will get a lot of crap oh. because he's a lot more loaded than LSU was The before. expectations of LSU baseball yeah, at the beginning yeah. of the year were like basically yeah. win it all a bust. Well, we talked about it, and you know, I said, hey, look, I think their, their ultimate goal was to get to the World Series. Winning it all, we, there's got to be some luck sure, involved. There's sure. some luck involved. So I thought they were talented enough just to get to the World Series. Doesn't mean they're going to win. But now, I mean, it's, it's a little tough for sale because they're not hitting as well. Not all their pitchers coming through. Uh, so, it, and plus, everybody knows who they are. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, everybody plays, LSU gets everybody's best game. Absolutely. And you're going to get, LSU's going to get their best pitcher, too. That's correct. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Hey, uh, it's always fun. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. LSU, great time, of, great time of year. The cool thing is, LSU baseball typically carries us through the, almost the beginning of football season. You know, we, we always have that like one month dry spell. But when they're not, and the, the times when they were not making a regional or what have you, boy, it gets it's a long, boring. Long summer, yeah. It's a long summer if you're a big sports and fan. And plus, it's not a positive note either. So, no. you know. It, no, it's sour. So, we'll see. Last night, uh, Miami finishes it off, beats Boston. Now they go into the um, boy, finals it, against Denver. Boston just could not make a shot. <laughs> they, they, I mean, I watched it the first quarter. I was like, Oh my God! They're just—they're not making anything, and they just got behind and further behind. And then Tatum getting hurt did not help them at all. And uh, you got to give it to Miami. Miami put the foot on the throat. But they couldn't. I mean, literally, if you looked at the stats, they couldn't shoot the ball in Game Six, and they just Miami kind of went in a low and just lost on a obviously a, a, a. I don't know if it's a miracle, but a heck of a yeah, play with eight, eight seed making with, a less than a second to go. Yeah. Um, so they go to Game Seven. Boston has a chance to make history, um, but you know what? No one's going to remember that now because nope. they lost. And and the problem with the Celtics was they just they they don't have any they don't run anything, man. It's it's basically a two man. It's Brown. But you got to realize the Brown coach that they had. The, the coach was a fill in, so you don't know if he's going to be there next year. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the finals because I'm pulling for Denver because Denver's never wanted. I like to see new teams get a little taste of it. Miami's won it a few times. Heck on Miami. Uh, I just hope that Denver wins it. It'd be great for that city. Yeah. I do like – I agree with you. I'm pulling for Denver. But I don't – I like Miami. I like the coach, man. Eric Spolstrom is just – he's just good. I mean, he's handpicked by Pat Riley, and he's just – Well, they've never given up on him through peaks and valleys – you know, he won with LeBron, obviously. This will be his opportunity to win one without having LeBron. Well, he's proven a lot of critics wrong that he was just there 
kind of like we used to talk about Phil Jackson, like the teams he had, that every team he had that wanted. Look at it. They were loaded. Yeah. They were yeah. loaded. He's not loaded. He's, he's starting. Look, even if, even if they don't win it, they made it to the finals, which nobody would ever have thought. And that's a good coaching job. Mm. It really is. So, uh, good for him. I, 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 like you said, I respect him. I, I don't think he's uh, been given the do that he should yeah. have. I like Jimmy Butler, too. I really do. I, like he's, His interviews after, he's so humble. Like, he is not braggadocious. He gives all the credit to his teammates. It's just fun. It's, it's fun to watch athletes do that nowadays because everything is a me, look at me, look at me, look at me. I didn't realize that Jamie Foxx played basketball because <laughs> he, like he looks exactly <laughs> like Jamie Foxx. Every time I see him, I go, Jamie Foxx is playing basketball. <laughs> Can you give us an impersonation right now? <laughs> I bet Jamie Foxx could play basketball. Um, so, yeah, but that'll be fun. Um, Jokic and... Um, Murray. Jamal Murray, yeah, Murray's good um, against Butler and this. Look, it's Butler and the and the rest of the guys. Because from what I understand, there's like seven undrafted players on this roster. Well, think about it. playing defense against them. Like when you played against the Lakers, you knew you had LeBron, you had Anthony Davis. You had to shut those guys down. Well, when you have Miami's team, who, who do you try to shut down? They've got so many guys. Not that they all can score, but it's like there's no superstar. Right. So you got to guard everybody. So well, I mean, I think I think uh, Jimmy Butler's certainly a star. He stepped his um, game up. But but to your point, the other guys on that team, they really have been shooting lights out. I mean, they they are scoring from everywhere, um, and the, they run an actual offense, and that's much like Denver. Denver runs all their offense through Jokic, and he touches the ball. He facilitates whether he pass, shoots, or what have you. And I mean, it's just, it's going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be, the first game might be a little off because Denver's been off for almost a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, Miami's coming off of a game seven. It's in altitude. Those things all come that into play. That might balance it out. Yeah, that, that first game might be sloppy. I mean, but I think from game two on, you're going to see a heck of a the series. The only thing I really do not like about the NBA now is I just don't like the uncontested layups and free shots to go to the goal. Nobody takes anybody on. They don't say, not in my house. I don't care if you get a flagrant. They just let them go and they lay it up. And it's like, man, that's just well, not the way it used to be. The whole the whole foul thing in the NBA has gotten to be so ridiculous. I mean, you can't touch anybody nowadays. And well, they're the, flopping. They're, they're, they they replay. They go to the monitor to look at flagrant possible flag. Like you go to block a shot and your hand hits a guy in the head. They got to look at the monitor because it's above the shoulders. Well, <laughs> like, see, serious? I will say this: I wasn't a Detroit Piston fan. But when Detroit fouled you, you didn't have to go to the video monitor. You knew if it was flagrant. Well, I was showing uh, my son video of, you remember, I know you remember these days, when, uh, Lambeer. when Parrish and Lambeer, oh. Lambeer pushed Parrish behind the head, and Parrish turned around and just started waylaying on Lambeer. I mean, it was like a boxer just going after him. Lambeer just covered up, and they, the referees broke him up. Not only did they not toss him, not only there was no flagrant back then, they didn't even give him a foul. Like, they didn't even give him a foul. They just chalked it up as two guys venting on each other. Now, let's go back and play basketball. And that Detroit team, they had some enforcers, but they were also very good. Oh, I mean, no they, had, they had some good players. Uh, but Mahorn, you had Mahorn, 
And Lambert were the enforcers. Yeah. I mean, look, I was, I wish I had the picture to put up. Uh, I was in Detroit about three or four years ago, and um, I went to this uh, this, this um, business um, seminar. And two of the people who were speaking there was Rick it was Rocket Mahorn. Motors. It was Rocket yeah, Motors. it was Rick Mahorn and um, um, Buddha James Edwards. Mm-hmm. So I remember those guys from you know obviously I'm old enough to remember them playing. So afterwards I asked them if they were, I could take a picture with them. So I stood be- be- between the two of them. I'm five foot eleven, right? I, f- I promise you, I felt like I was three foot eleven. Because the, their to- yeah, yeah, they yeah. towered over me like it, it was almost like it was Photoshop. I think 6'10". He's 6'10", and Buddha was 7 foot. Yeah. And Mahorn now, I mean, he was... He's a, heavy. Yeah, both of them have put on a few yeah. pounds, which most, most, most athletes do after that. But, but they had, look, they that. had uh, Vinny Johnson, the microwave. You had Isaiah Thomas. Joe Dumars. Joe Dumars. McNeese, McNeese player. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were good. I mean, look... Uh, Jordan couldn't beat them for the longest time, man. He couldn't Nobody. get over the hump. At one time, when uh, Daly, Chuck Daly was yeah. the coach, they, they, I didn't like him because you couldn't beat him. Yeah, you know they, they and Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah they did have him for a short. Yeah, so yeah, that was fun. So anyway, NBA Finals started this week. I mean, once again, not around here in the, in the Baton Rouge area, not a huge uh, NBA following, except in the. Pelicans decide to play well every now and again, but we're real bandwagoners when it comes to them. Well, we're just trying to show you folks that we're well-rounded. We're not going to just talk about LSU. We're so well-rounded that we took lower chairs so you couldn't see how well-rounded we were if we sat up. So, yeah, we are well-rounded. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to argue with that. Okay, another thing I noticed, this will be be about a one-minute segment. Major League Baseball. They are 35% into the season, like 53 games, 54 games into the season. And like literally, I, I hang around people who just love sports. Nobody no one talks about, talks about baseball. baseball. And I thought, okay, maybe Baton Rouge is not a baseball town. I've been here over 30 years. I get that. But if you're a sports I, I grew up in South Louisiana, and I followed baseball to where I was looking at box scores in the newspaper every morning. But baseball has gotten to a point now, we live in a, I, this is Brett's rant, we live in a society where everything is quick, 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 you know, immediate gratification, and baseball is still a very slow game for the masses. Not to mention, I went online, just because I was going to be going to Houston shortly, and I was going to go to... It's very um, expensive to to go. It's crazy expensive. To go to a just well, a I think baseball a, I think game. a lot of it in the Baton Rouge area were so into LSU baseball. Yep. Now years ago LSU baseball wasn't any good, and we were probably more into uh, Major League Baseball. But LSU's been good for the last twenty five years, and so you've just kind of got weaned off of it. And then the things that the Dodgers are doing, you know, bringing in the nutheads that they're doing. You, uh, you saw today that there's a couple of players that really busted them on it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Where they're bringing in the nuns. The, the, the people that, nuns. no, they're not nuns. They're the ones that are going against, anti they're anti-Catholic. And they, I saw the video, uh, they have a cross and they, they doing pole dancing on the cross, which is not good. I mean, I'm sorry, that's just not right. And uh, so some of the players- Wait, the Dodgers are doing that? Yes, they invited them. They disinvited them, they got a little blowback. And so now they invited them again. So the major league player that plays for the Washington uh, uh, 
what's the nationals? nationals. They're going to play there. And he says, I want all the Catholics to stand up and rebuke this. Do not support this organization. That's wow. It. I, didn't, I, I you, never you, heard that. That's, you, wow. you, you need, that happened today. And then one of the players that played for the Dodgers basically was t- saying the organization screwed up doing this. This is not good. So uh, it's like the old Bud Light thing all over. Oh, uh, we got Bud Light, Target. We got you know, you got them all. They they all gonna go by the wayside. Yeah, I saw something about Target um, today. I don't know what's the deal. Yeah, it's there's there's a few know. of them. They're they're pressing their luck. Yeah, I don't really and you know what? It's good. I'm glad people are finally standing up for themselves and what they believe in because the nutheads on the other side always get their way. And so we need to stand up and say, hey, look, we might have a, we might not go demonstrate, we might not beat a bunch of people up, but you can quit buying their product. And that's what I've done, and it's just that's the way it needs to be. That's the only way we can uh, – normal people, only way they can impact. Yeah, but I don't know so. if you've completely not changed their product because sometimes you cheat. I have not cheated. You have cheated. When did you see me drink you, one? You cheated. You were drinking an ultra not long ago because they that didn't was have one. anything else. That was one. But I just, you know, I will never set foot in Target. I mean, there's just a lot. Of, oh, that's no. just me. That's just me. I'm not saying everybody has to do that. No, no, I'm no, just no. saying I believe in certain things. And you know what? You just got to put your money where your mouth is. And guess what? I'm not going to Target. Right. Well, I mean, look. You, not that I ever went to Target very much. Right. Anyway. I was going to say that. But it's not like I'm not going. Them. We have been there a few times, but I'm not going now. I mean, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. You You are. You. They are. The people you're talking about are extremists. You can, you can be a little bit extreme on your side, which is fine. But it's my right. Yeah, that's right. It's their right to but, do that, but, but it's also your right beat, not to support I don't go beat people it. up and break windows and do dumb shit like they do. Okay? Yeah. There's a certain way you can protest you don't like something, you know? You just don't support it. That's right. all. That's, that's cool. You know, and just because I don't support it don't mean I'm a transphobic, uh, bigot, whatever it would be. They just like to use those labels when you don't agree with them. Right. So I could use the same label because they don't agree with me, but we don't do that. It's just right. not the way we work. And we as the people. The people. All right. So, okay. Stick wh- with me, folks. Stick yeah. with me. <laughs> don't leave us because of him, please. You probably get more people joining. They want people to speak out. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny does speak out about anything and everything just ask him he will tell you he's got an opinion on i stand my ground on everything um all right i wanted to run this by you because i thought it was kind of cool so jay uh daniel is like top six seven in the heisman Heisman favorite and if like middle of the year to the latter part of the year if i if I'd have told you next year he's going to be top ten Heisman favorite, you would have probably you would have had an opinion. No, I, well, I, I think because he couldn't I, throw the ball. Well, I'll be honest with you; they they have to look at his numbers, and based on his numbers, yeah, I can, I can see it. And I mean, he could have a fabulous year this year. He still last year at the end was still having trouble. The Arkansas game, he was horrible. I mean, he had his moments. Hopefully, he's got rid of those. I feel a little bit more comfortable because we got a quarterback behind that could come in and spell because sometimes quarterbacks have issues. I would love them to win the Heisman. It would be fantastic. We'll see. I mean, you know, he, well, played, great. he played great against Alabama on national TV. And then, you know, two weeks later against Arkansas, he was horrible. The little things I've heard coming out of spring football and whatever you was that he's thinking pass before run, which is 
what we want him to what we wanted him to do last year was just you know at least think about unloading the ball before you just immediately decide to run. And you know this year we're a little more set up for us. We are we have a more veteran offensive line. Last year it was pretty bad. We had two freshmen starting, and then other guys were plugged in. And when we played Florida State, they were all over him. This year it's going to be a little different. He's got some. He's going to have protection this year, and plus the coaches. Got one season under the belt. They know what our office line can do, what our quarterback can do, what our running back can do. So there's a lot of factors involved that overall we should be we should be much better. Right. Uh, I don't know if that equates to wins. Maybe we blew it in the first year, but right. we're, we we should be pretty pretty solid. And uh, I expect him. Look, you need him to run. He's fast, but he's also had a lot of guys wide open when he started to run. Now this year, it's, the pocket should be a little more protective for him where he can look down the field and run when he has to I mean I, I think he has to run every night just to keep the defense honest you know right. wasn't it the Alabama game where we went to overtime and the very first play we had the ball he, he, he ran, ran it in. in he ran it in yeah. and I mean he was basically like untouched yeah. so, yeah, uh, so that was such a great game I watched yeah, it again it the other day it was. Uh, but we play Alabama and Alabama this year so I mean look they need us to play over there because right now Based on the start of the season, like we're talking about Jaden Daniels, their quarterbacks are not lighting the fire. They're, there's there's trouble over there. So uh, they need to play at home against us. Maybe by the time we play them, maybe the quarterbacks will be more experienced and maybe they've got over their little the problems that they had. But I like our chances. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, LSU's schedule is pretty tough. I mean, that, that opening game against Florida State. Well, that's going to be – that I'm not going to say it's to be a make or break. No, because but, it's the very but, first but, one. But, but it is it is a game that sets the tone. And uh, there's a revenge factor in there. Uh, you know, it, 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 could, it could just lead to a really special season if they beat Florida State. Can we still make it losing them? Absolutely, because look, we did it last year. But, boy, you really want to win that first game because that gives you another game. You know, it just gives you one game. Breather, Absolutely. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, to your point, I mean, they can lose it and then just come back – we're playing the SEC, man. You win the SEC, you're in the playoffs. And so. we talked about it last week. Man, the schedule's jumbled up this year. We're playing teams at different yeah. times of the year that we've never done, which is very unusual. We're playing Auburn later. We're playing Arkansas Florida. early and Florida. Florida late. Florida late, and we're playing Mississippi State early. Right. So it's yeah. all just helped yeah, schedule. We've got Alabama, man. Florida back-to-back. Oh, man, yeah. that's like death row back They don't have the a day. quarterback either. If you, you, know? If, you know, if you go through the SEC and you start looking at – the only two teams that Arkansas has KJ Jefferson mm-hmm. come back. We have our quarterback come back. Other than that, and you got Will Rogers at Mississippi State. Other than that, nobody's coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm not counting Missouri. I mean that quarterback's coming, but I'm not going to count them. I mean that's Vanderbilt's quarterback's coming back. <laughs> okay, well, we're not <laughs> counting them either. But that's what I'm saying. So I mean the teams that are the contender. I don't know that's true. Okay, the contender teams. Georgia don't have a quarterback coming back. Yeah, but they've got some freshmen, man. That yeah, just... but like I said, it's still they're not proven. No, I, I get the it. Alabama quarterback's not proven. Auburn quarterback not proven. I mean, there's just we're sitting in a pretty good position. Doesn't mean we're going to end up there, but we got a proven quarterback that's had SEC games under his belt. We're talking about all these other guys. No, right. I mean, so A and M's got their quarterback coming back, but Connor Wegman. But I'm not worried about A and M. Yeah, you, you that's gonna implode by the you're time pretty, we get you're to pretty anti A and M. Yes. Um 
Yeah, I mean, look, football season is going to be a lot of fun, both college and pro, and we'll get into some really cool and deep and funny discussions. And I think we've decided we're probably awesome. going to go to the SEC uh, meetings, and you know, we'll have our little booth there. And yeah, KC's uh, got a they they sent us a um, press pass. Um, obviously, we're getting enough views. So here you go. If you're watching click, this, click, 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 hit click, the click. share button, hit the hearts, the like buttons, comment, do all those things. But uh, all the algorithms start working in our favor, so I can go with him next year because they only gave us one pass. <laughs> so, but he'll come back and report about eight game schedule, nine game schedule. What I will, I will say. say this: if I do get to go, you will meet every equipment manager on the teams. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only, <laughs> that's only one I'm gonna be able to get. <laughs> people about an interview. Yeah, that's right. All right, cool deal, man. Well, look, we we kind of wrapped it up. I knew it was gonna be a lot of LSU baseball, and it'll probably be that from now. Hopefully, for the next three or four weeks. Um, we'll see how where everything takes us, but um, we'll uh, we'll cover that next week. We'll start touching up on some some. We'll talk about the NBA Finals. Yeah, hey, we didn't even talk on. about the Saints. You know about no, I, and I've got about, everything about ready Rude to go. coming into practice. Yeah, what was what Derek was, Carr helping him out with the offense? About? So. I was worried they let Gruden in. You know, after all the crap he went through with his email from forty years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, woke, woke yeah, baby. Man. I mean, that's another guy. You know, like. He, I'm not saying what he did was good, bad, or ugly. I'm sure I didn't even read it all, and I'm sure it had a couple of words he shouldn't have used. But I guarantee you it's words that people have used over and over, black, white, yellow, red, it doesn't matter. And he got he lost his whole career over it. And it's not something he just recently said, yeah. right? This is something Can like cancel way culture. back in the world. Yeah. It's just it's well, terrible. Whatever, man. I, because I'll be honest with you, we would have been canceled a long time ago. They yeah. just can't dig up his stuff because when we were younger, there was no email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so No voice message either. Right. right. And I mean, you know, it's, sometimes you just say things in jest. And the people you're actually saying it to don't get offended by it. It's the people who have nothing to do with it who get offended by it. Anyway. All those farmers' daughters' jokes, we probably yeah. would be out. I said the, the farmers would lose their mind. <laughs> so, all right, well, we'll talk some more next week. Uh, good to see you guys again from the Prime Lending Studios here in Baton Rouge. We will talk to you later. Peace. We're out of here.